When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader, and we'll be right back. Bernard Carrick used to be the chief of was it chief of police in New York? Commissioner. Well, that's right. He's the commissioner, not just yeah, the police. Yeah, during nine eleven. Does he know Batman? During nine eleven, possibly. <laughs> commissioner Gordon. We'll be right back. Bernard Carrick, our special guest, up next on Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over sixty years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. <laughs> what is this? This is a cranberries. Zombie. Oh, that's oh. That was sad. Sad. 
Yeah, she, uh, yeah. Oh, she committed. Great. Did she commit suicide? I, they're saying now that she was drunk and she... Oh. Took meds? No, she was drunk and took meds and then slipped underwater in the tub and drowned. Died from oh. drowning while drunk. Oh. Drowning while have, drunk. Isn't that what Whitney Houston did? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, pretty much the same thing. That is true. Yeah, I think she drank mm. alcohol and they found a bunch of like barbiturates in her system and yeah right yeah it's i don't know what do you do you fall asleep and then you drown or what the hell happens well yeah it's one well you pass out and your Mm -hmm. your body just yeah you're on so much stuff that you don't wake up yeah that's it Mm mm-hmm good god you know isn't that amazing she signed a 100 million dollar contract with uh with um oh what the hell was his name a guy that started Arista Records. They they said Arista, but it was actually oh Arista. Clive Davis. Clive Davis, yeah, exactly. Signed a hundred million dollar deal with him, and she was broke when she died. Mm-hmm. I don't think money ever meant anything to her. No, probably not. I really don't. You're probably right about that. So, you know, Bernard Carrick is our uh, going to be our guest in a couple of minutes. As a matter he's from. on. Oh, he's on now. Yep. Excellent, Mr. Carrick. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing extremely well. I, we're just talking about some unfortunate things, and it, the the uh, lead singer, of the Cranberries, unfortunately, at the same uh, demise as Whitney Houston. They take too much, uh, they drink too much, or too many al- too many uh, drugs, or the combination, and they try to take a bath and they slip under, and yet another one died from it. It's terrible. Uh, you know what are you gonna do? Bernard Carrick, ladies and gentlemen, the book "The Grave Above the Grave." Hardcover. Matter of fact, it was just released six days ago in hardcover. An exciting police thriller from New York Times bestselling author and former NY uh, New York City police commissioner Bernard Carrick. Uh, I think, Bernard, you told me last week, did you work for the King of Jordan for a few years, for five years or something? Is that right? Yeah, about four or five. Yep. About four or five years you worked for the King yep. of Jordan. Okay. Was that, yeah. Yeah, see, that, that had to be a really unusual opportunity for the New York City police commissioner, and then you go to work for the King of Jordan for four or five years. That, that was probably quite an education, I would think, right? Well, listen, uh, before I ever went to the NYPD, uh, I actually worked in Saudi Arabia from 1978 to 1980. Oh. And from 1982 to 84, I worked for the royal family. So I had, I was actually in the Middle East before anybody in this country uh, ever thought of terrorism. Um, I was there when they uh, took the uh, embassy in Tehran. I was also there when they bombed our uh, our embassy in Beirut in 93 and 83. Um, so I had, you know, I had been around for a while uh, in the Middle East before the NYPD. And after I retired, um, President Bush sent me to Iraq as the interim minister of interior um, I was there for four or five months until we stood up the interior uh, or reconstituted it, brought it back to life after Saddam Hussein was taken out. And then uh, the following year, uh, two years later, I went to work for His Majesty. That is wonderful. I, I um, you know, you mentioning that, uh, you doing it before anybody thought of terrorism or any of the rest of it, wasn't there a hijacking by some, uh, maybe is it, I think it was an, um, what had to be an American airliner. There was a hijacking, and what really tipped them over to go after this, you know, 
go after this whole idea that uh, the Western civilization, civilization should be wiped out is they, they hijacked an airplane. It was sitting on the runway, and nobody did anything about it at all. They, the guys, maybe a couple of people caught hell, but they were shocked by the fact that they weren't executed for doing that, and it kind of emboldened them. Did you get that feeling as well? Yeah, I did. Um, and look, uh, this was at a time when nobody really understood the mindset and the ideology of the people that, uh, you know, are a real threat to us uh, and, and was back then. Um, nobody got it. And in, in, in all honesty, look, we ignored so many, uh, so many attacks on, on the country, on our country that was abroad, uh, yep. whether it was... You know, the 83 bombing or throwing Leon Klinghoffer off of the Achille Laurel oh, in 85 or yep. the the, uh, the USS Cole, the embassies in Kenya and Tanzania, the Alcobar Towers. Um, you know, this stuff was going on for years and years. And it wasn't until September 11th that um, they finally got it and said, OK, n- now we have to really, you know, address this enemy. Why do you think that is? Why didn't they get the see the handwriting on the wall? I think a lot of it had to do with not uh, not understanding the culture, not understanding the real hatred, the mindset for the people that um, you know despise us for who we are, you know, our freedoms, the the way we live. Uh, if you've sat in a room with some of these people and they're being debriefed after after they're captured abroad, um, you know, they. The fact that you could be on this radio show and have a job is, is a problem with them. Uh, you know, our religious freedom. Yeah. Right, uh, right. Our yeah. support for women's rights, uh, you know, our economic freedoms. Um, you know, you had three people, um, four people really, go into three hotels in Amman, Jordan on November 9th of '05 and bomb those hotels because they didn't like unmarried men and women, uh, you know, dancing. Um, so, like, uh, you know, this is the mindset of the people you're dealing with. Um, and it still goes on in, in many of these countries. Um, but now that we've been in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Syria, um, you know, we've been exposed to it. We understand it much better than we did, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, um, and come to the realization that the enemy's here to stay. When, when you saw all this happening, what amazes me about it, and I don't understand this, and I'm not, uh, I'm not a very religious person. I grew up ca- a Catholic kid, but I'm not very religious. It's not, look, uh, Mr. Carrick, I'm not smart enough to know whether there is or is not a God, so I'll just accept life the way it is, and if, if it works out, it's great. You know, uh, Jack, I get it. Jackie Gleason once said, he was asked by Mike Wallace, uh, "When you die, because you're you're uh, you don't believe in God, uh, you're an atheist. So what are you going to do if you're dead and you're standing there in front of God? What are you going to say?" And Jackie Gleason said, "Sorry, Pally, I was wrong." <laughs> Which I think is pretty pretty terrific. Um, but what what's confusing to me, and I do want to talk about the experience you had writing the grave above the grave right after this. Um, but what amazes me is that we celebrate Islam, which is fine. I have no problem with Islam as a religion, none at all, actually. Uh, we celebrate that, but for some reason, Christianity is the devil now. How, how did that happen? Yeah, well, that's, that's the, the left and, and the, you know, uh, 
I don't know. It's just this political correct atmosphere yeah. that we've fallen into over the last 20 years that has perpetuated that stuff. Uh, and, and look, I have no problem with Muslims in general. Uh, right. I have many friends, including the King of Jordan and his family. Mm-hmm. But I will also tell you that the King of Jordan, who I often, you know, when people ask, what, what is he like personally? I said, personally, he's like uh, the Arab version of Rambo. You know, he is, you know, he is what Rambo is in, in the Arab uh, world, but um, he despises these people. Right. Um, these people that have hijacked the Quran, that, you know, he calls them the outlaws of Islam. And, um, you know, he would just rather kill them than, than deal with them. So, um, you know, Muslims are, are great people, those that are law abiding and believe in their God and do it moderately, fine. But those that take the, the religion to the extremes um, are the problem, are the people I have problems with, and we should all be concerned. We're talking to Bernard Carrick, ladies and gentlemen, the grave above the grave. Of course, uh, Mr. Carrick's already a, uh, a New York Times bestselling author. When you sit down to write a book, Bernard, do you, I mean, there are, some of it has to be the truth that you've lived and all around, certainly the experiences that you've had. But how do you how do you draw the line between what maybe you want to talk about or things you don't want to talk about? But, you know, they'd be pretty fascinating in a book. So some of the stuff in your books, I, I'm imagining really I'm imagining really happened, I would think. Right. Well, you, you know what, guys? Uh, yeah, some of it really happened, which was 9-11. Uh, right. And that's right. in there. You yep. know, I. I've created a present-day New York City police commissioner right. who winds up involved in a terrorism investigation. But back on 9-11, his wife was killed in one of the planes, and he was the precinct commander aware of the World Trade Center once stood. So that's the catalyst to the character. Um, the reality is the following things that happen in the book are things that in my mind could happen. Um, oh. And I have a pretty good imagination as to how things happen and why and what these people think and where they come from and, and what their beliefs are. So what I've done is I've created a scenario where the police commissioner winds up on this national and international hunt for a number of people. And during the course of that, this is what they do and how they do it and where they do it. And uh, it makes for some pretty interesting reading, as, as my wife would say, if you, you lived in my head, you'd commit suicide. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that's kind of the way I've structured the, uh, the novel. I guess the way you explained it was much clearer than the way I asked the question, because, yeah, you're right. So, so things that you think could happen... That's got to be a bit scary, I would imagine, having all the knowledge that you have, the experience that you've had, to just think of all the different scenarios that could happen. Is that is it hard to get to sleep some nights? Uh, you, know, you know what? I try not to let it bother me. Uh, you know, Good. look, I'm not afraid of it because we're going to, in my mind, uh, in, in my, uh, you know, the way I've taught my kids, um, you know, I'm not cowering to terrorism. I'm not changing my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything that I wouldn't already do. Uh, but I do have concerns. And when people ask me, are we susceptible to another 9-11 attack? Um, well, that would be a catastrophic, that would be, as Osama bin Laden would say, that would be a, a spectacular event. Okay? 
But we don't need, and, and I don't think they could pull it off, we don't need four planes flying into buildings um, to create a spectacular event today. Right. But I can guarantee you if tomorrow afternoon five teams of two shooters, that's ten men, five teams of two shooters went into five elementary schools in five different cities all across this country on the same day at the same time and assassinated a hundred kindergarten kids, I promise you it's going to be spectacular. I promise you it's going to have a negative, a severely negative impact on this country. Yeah, I I could absolutely understand. It's, see, to me, not having been in your shoes and, and, and understanding it, uh, you know, kind of an eye to eye, in kind of an eye to eye fashion, it is frightening to me, and I don't even know what could possibly happen. So, you know, uh, I guess more knowledge is better in in some ways. I would think in any case. And I love the fact that New York Times. Well, how is it the New York Times calling you, uh, Carrick, a comic book hero come to life? That's quite a that's quite a compliment, don't you think? Well, I think that's a combination of my career. You know, I've I've right. had an insane career. I was a highly decorated cop. I gun battles and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, my Iraq time, my, my Saudi time, uh, I think it's a combination of all of it. So, uh, you know, it's the only nice thing the New York Times has ever said about me. So <laughs> I like it. That's, that's kind of where I was headed, yeah. Mr. Carrick. That's phenomenal, because I was going to say, <laughs> if I remember correctly, they didn't always think you were a comic book hero. <laughs> but I no, think you no. are. No, of course not. I think you're wonderful. Bernard Carrick, ladies and gentlemen, K-E-R-I-K. The book is called The Grave Above the Grave. A very, very interesting book. And thank your publisher for sending me one so I could read it. I, I always like to uh, to read things in advance uh, for a better understanding of the writer. You know, the story is one thing, but understanding the writer better, I think, as far as interviews are concerned, is, is really important. So I do appreciate that, sir, and yeah. I, hope, uh, I hope to have you on again very, very soon. I love talking to you. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Bernard Carrick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that to know, because you're qualified to know, to uh, know all these things that could happen, oh, that's got to be hard. Well, you know, it's this world is not simple. No, I wish it were a lot more simple. To I know, and to have that kind of knowledge. Where I, mean, I remember when Vince Flynn... Yeah, he, yeah. He, was, he went over to the Middle East, and he met with the King of Jordan, didn't he? Weren't they buddies, too? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I remember he kept on saying that I would not live in Manhattan. I would not, because that's going to happen again. Yeah. It'll happen, and it's going to happen there. Yeah. I was like, geez, you go to New York all the time. How do you know it's not going to happen when you're there? He's like, well, I've got to take my chances because that's where my publisher is. But he really felt strongly that something bad is going to happen again. He did indeed. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of 92.5-pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating. And I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. I'm now on the reset phase, and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program, which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, September 17th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. 
Neutromost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Neutromost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. I guarantee you that. Register for the Neutromost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on September 17th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. day. Love it, little buddy Holly. That'll be the day. Why are you playing that'll be the day? I don't know. I was kind of in a rockabilly kind of mood. I like rockabilly. Most of the, I like most rockabilly. I That's love true. I love Buddy Holly, Elvis, yep. Yep. Jerry Lee, that era of yep. music. I agree with you completely. Alright, I took this survey already this morning. The three of you can take it now. A new survey asked people to give their significant other letter grades in a bunch of different aspects of their relationship mm. and the overall grade that people wound up with, okay? So I'll tell you the average later, and then I'll tell you my uh, breakdown of Catherine, okay? Significant right. other, breakdown letter grades in a bunch Catherine. of different parts, okay? You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, all three of you. Uh, number 10 is their taste in movies and TV. My taste in movies and TV. Uh, Melissa's taste in movies and TV. So I give you a one Dave's. out of ten? One out of ten. Oh, no, no, no. A, B, C, D, E, or F. So oh. A is good, F is bad. Oh. Yeah. Are there pluses and minuses? Yep. Oh, well, all right. Absolutely. Then. Okay, Catherine, what do you got? My taste in TVs and mo- uh, TV and movies. I don't know what to say. Well, I just told the truth. When well, I took the test. You've watched some really horrible television, but you like some really good television. So well, same with you. I'll give you a, hey, everything I watch is great. <laughs> yeah, everything I watch hey. is phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a seven. No, no. It's A, B, <laughs> C, <laughs> D, or F. A, B, C, D, or F. A being good. A being good, yes. B. You know, it's it, the greatest part of this is listening. Comes up later. <laughs> Listening is actually a category. You get so, it out for that one. <laughs> exactly. So you you gave me a what? A B. A B. Okay, Andy, Melissa. I'm TV's definitely there. not doing this. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cassie. Not a good idea. No, too early in the no relationship. No matter what I say, <laughs> it's true. not a good idea. No. Okay, Dave. Uh, an A. A. Yeah. Okay. Big fan of his movies, huh? No, they yeah. just got married. I gave <laughs> Catherine. I gave Catherine an A plus in what? that. Could you? I like the TV and movies that you like in general. There are a couple of things yes, you watch, like yeah. Poldark, that I don't watch. But that's true, largely. Yeah, so largely. Yeah, but you so watch you like the, you like, no, you like a, you like that 
funny or die stuff kind of stuff. Funny or, what, or not die. Not funny or die. What's like, that? What? What's World's that dumbest. World's dumbest. Oh yeah, but I mean that's just stupid. I know, stuff but you watch that really gun smoke. It. You were on a gun smoke rant. Who doesn't like gun smoke? I do remember well, that. Yeah. Well, the eight eight episodes a day. That's the problem. It isn't what you like; it's how much you like it. Okay, I'm going good. through that good. with Dave right now and Andy Griffith. <laughs> See? I know, yeah. It's like cut it out. Get off the couch and walk around. All right. By coincidence, the next category is. Patience. <laughs> mm. D for you. D. <laughs> All right. You have zero Cassie. patience. Uh, I would say. Uh, I should give you an F. C plus. C plus. Yeah. Okay. Good patience. I gave you an A plus. That's two A pluses. I pluses am very patient so most of the time. Uh, number eight over. <laughs> Andy, block your ears. Overall foreplay skill. <laughs> D. No. <laughs> oh! Pass. This is how it's going to be. Uh, well, I have to give you an A. Love you. Oh, thank you. No choice. I have to. So Dave gets the A too because you have to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Number seven We're is sex life. Here. Sex life. Oh, I have to give you an A there, too. Okay, Basically same with you. Same just idea. to save our relationship, I have to. true. Yeah. Okay, now this next one I like a lot. Okay. Number six, cleanliness. Ah. Pretty clean. Pretty clean? <laughs> I mean, like, personal hygiene cleanliness? It just says cleanliness. Or That's all it says. Overall. I think it's overall. Yeah, because that could mean Oh, health. you mean, like, cleaning up after yourself? Yeah, that could mean two things. Uh, so it's kind of... Okay, let's just go with the, the rating, shall we, instead of stabbing me in the back over and over. Well, it's not like you, like, really clean up much. I always clean up after myself. When I get out of bed in the morning, I make the bed. You're a flat-out liar. B. <laughs> okay, what do you got, Cassie, for Dave? It's really a C. Oh, God. That's a hard one because it's so... Uh, I mean, we got eight people in the house, so it's hard uh, to say who yeah, does that's what. That's true. That's true. But Who's to blame? everybody's, like, messy, so I would just... I'm going to go middle of the board C. You're going C? And yeah. And you went what? I said a B. B. Okay, just which is true. Nice to no, I'm very clean. There's no doubt about it. Um, by the way, if you're taking the test along with us at home, you can, you know, obviously... Email or text over your answers on your spouse. Number five, humor. Sense of humor. D. No. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, you're pretty funny. A. Okay. Cassie. A plus. A plus. Oh, See, though, I forgot point. about the pluses. Right. You want an A plus for time? I'll on give him an A plus on that one. <laughs> a plus on humor. A yeah. for effort. You're pretty funny. Listening. You don't D. listen to me for shit. Oh, let me just tell you something. No, D. Yeah, D minus. Huh. I gave you an F. F minus. <laughs> F minus. F times infinity. F minus. F times infinity. F minus. You do not listen ever. You don't listen to me I, about important everything. things. Everything. Everything. I, I don't to listen to you because you talk nonstop. That's what I do for and a living. And a person cannot listen twenty four hours. Does Dave a day. talk nonstop at home? Um, he, he'll have his chat. It just depends. If he's busy, he's quiet. Well, I suppose that's so true. Yes. I, so what did you give Tom? F for? minus. F minus. F minus. <laughs> I gave Dave a C because of that. There's times where he's so involved in what he has to do. You can talk yeah, to him and he, yeah. he'll, he'll answer you, but he does not hear you. <laughs> okay. Being spontaneous. Another F well, minus. Well, you've gotten better. I've gotten better yeah, at being spontaneous. Yeah, you used to not. 
not, I never could get you to do anything. You're uh, on vacation. You were really good, but does it make up for the years and years and years of not oh, wanting God. to do See, this anything? Is my life. See this lady down. This is my life right here. <laughs> How do I weigh this? I want you to know. I'll give you a C plus. C plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for Dave. B plus. B plus. You've been married a shorter period of time than Catherine and I have, haven't you? That's <laughs> what <laughs> so it's all about, 34 years. Yeah, screw you. I'm not giving you a bubble of C. Uh, romance overall. You're pretty romantic. I'll give you an A. Okay. Cassie? I would say an A for Dave. There you go. And one more, making an effort with their, par- uh, their partner's family and parents. C minus. C minus. God, yes. I'm really nice to your family. If if you ever saw them. <laughs> well, it's my own family. That's well, true. That's, like I said, but that's that wasn't the question. Um, I give Dave an A. So Dave got all A's. I got garbage. <laughs> that's what I got. Okay, no. here, here's how I rated Catherine. Ten to good one. Stuff. A A A A A A. I knew you were going to do that. F. Well. A, A, A. You got nine A's and one F that's listening because well, you don't I'm listen. Easier going than you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm honestly, changing everything to an F. I'm telling you, honestly, God, every day at some point, Catherine will go into a full tilt panic about how the world, whole world's collapsing. Oh, you're insane. You do that constantly. Double F. Minus. Double F minus for commentary. <laughs> yes, my commentary failed miserably, so that's just how life goes. Now, I thought that was a pretty good test. The average person gives their partner a B minus, on an average of a B minus throughout so the So what ten. is your average here? Did anybody do that? Mine was like C minus. That was really nice, yeah. You got an A plus, and you know... Don't try to make it up as you go along. C plus B minus. You might be. Yeah, I think actually you probably are a B minus. Okay, here we go. Uh, The test. We're going to see how much you know about pizza. You ready? (laughs) Mm. Go from marriage to pizza. (laughs) How many? Exactly. How many Americans went to the emergency room last year because of pizza? Given how stupid most people are. (laughs) That's really nice. Because of pizza. Because of pizza. They burned their mouths. They oh, no, sliced probably. their hand, opening the, or cutting the pizza. Two hundred and sixty-eight. Two hundred sixty-eight. I was going to say America? like America. I was going to say like fifteen thousand. Really? You think okay. it's that many people are yeah. <laughs> confident to cut a pizza? You, I'll think. go twenty. Kinda. I'll go twenty thousand. Twenty-three hundred. Oh. Twenty thousand is awfully high. In all of America. In all of America, twenty-three. And here's why they go. Here's how people get injured by pizza. Number four, falling while you're picking it up. What? Uh, <laughs> well, they don't leave it at your doorstep no, anymore, do they? I don't think so. I've never seen that. Falling, falling when you're picking it up from a restaurant. Picking up your pizza from a restaurant. Mm-hmm. How do you fall down oh, because you picked up a pizza? Oh come on! Oh, that's really nice thing to say about Italians. Nice thing to say about Italian people. There's bad pizza. Uh-huh. Probably made by Norwegians. Number three is falling <laughs> while you're making pizza. Falling mm. while you're making. Well, Again, I gotta, don't understand how well, you could do that. You've got to make that dough. If I, <laughs> I don't know. If I were be drinking wine before making my pizza, oh, then yeah. yes, yes, I could see that happening. Yes, it's true. Uh, Burns is number two. Yeah, because people don't realize how hot some pizza is. Oh my gosh! I just yeah. burned my hand the other day getting pizza because I. I went to, um, I set the oven mitt on the 
countertop, well, there must have been a little bit of water. So the side that I gripped the pan with was, was wet. wet. Oh, that's bad. So yes. it, it instantly, like, the water oh, yeah. conducts that oh, yeah. right straight to your finger. Ouch. Because you can't tell it's wet from the inside of the mitt. Well, our uh, <laughs> marriage true. quiz caused uh, Wendy to spit out her turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh, I thought she was she had to clean that say, up. Great. No, Sorry she's about that. File for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she spit out her sandwich because of you, I'm sure. No. You attacking me. No. Horrendously, horribly. <laughs> number one thing, number one reason that people end up in the ER because of pizza. See, I Cutting was... their finger. Yep, Probably, that's yeah. That's exactly right. I was including, like, pizza delivery drivers getting in car accidents. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking, like, so, anything pizza-related. Yeah. Oh, you're the... Yeah. Just talking about eating pizza, yeah. like... Well, you'd think that'd be like a you top said, one versus falling over picking up well, your yeah. pizza. Yeah, you should have said because ma- when making pizza, because all those were about making but pizza. No, they were not. They so were even delivery if I have pizzas to go too. to the counter I don't think so. to get my pizza, I'm falling over. <laughs> falling while you're picking it up from a restaurant. Oh, that's the number four reason. I'm going to keep going to my balancing yoga class. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. I'm going to continue giving Tom F's on every category. I did not give you F's on every category except for one. You got like four A's, five A's. Shut up. Lies. Brat. Brat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. We've reached that point of the year now where I think September, October, November, and December, we kind of just sweep up after the entire first eight months. I'm not sure I should have to tell you this, but maybe don't just have random sticks of dynamite lying around your house. Maybe. Maybe. There was a power outage in Bridgeport, Connecticut. These are not hillbillies, ladies and gentlemen. Bridgeport, Connecticut's a you know pretty decent community. It's where uh, is that where? Um, oh, what's the name of that lame ass Ivy League school? There's Harvard, Yale. That's, yeah. Yale's in Bridgeport, isn't it? Or no, that's in New Haven. No, yeah, it's in New Haven. Right. Anyway, there was a power outage in Bridgeport, Connecticut, on Thursday night after some severe thunderstorms. A 30-year-old woman went to light a candle. But it turned out it was a stick of dynamite. How did she not know? How did she? See, it's just people are just so dumb. Yeah. It's just are they getting dumber? So are people dumb. getting dumber by the minute? Did you see on um, <laughs> YouTube there was a, you know, one of those giant red balls like that's on the cherry spoon kind of thing? Yeah. You know, yeah. An art yep. installation. Yep. In, in Toledo. Ohio. One was just rolling down the road. It got away from the people that oh, were God. inst- Oh, God. <laughs> the cherry? Well, it's just a giant red ball like that. Oh. Just rolling down the road. <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, people are stupid. Here we go. She suffered some severe injuries, including blowing off several of her fingers. So the big question oh, is, why were there God. six of dynamite in her house in the first place? Well, apparently, mm. she and her husband bought the place a few years ago, and the old owners left a case of dynamite behind. Uh-huh. Doesn't dynamite get unstable after a very short period? That's not yeah, a normal thing to leave in your house or uh-huh. have in your house. Well, was it actually dynamite or was it TNT? Because no, they're well, different, and people call well, dynamite first TNT. First of all, a what lot. Do, if you have a house fire, you don't want something like well, that. You don't want in dynamite. Creative dynamite no. or TNT. Nothing. <laughs> well, dynamite is the is the sticks with the wick, right? Dynamite is uh, cloth soaked with nitroglycerin. Oh yeah. With a fuse on it. Oh, it is. So it would it would be sticky. It would. It you would could smell TNT. it. You could. It would. It's obviously dynamite. What, what's the stuff that the coyote and the roadrunner always had? Uh, that's <laughs> TNT. Probably that's TNT. TNT. From they Acme. labeled it TNT anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 
Let's see what TNT. I've never seen. Yeah, that's well. The cartoon, you know, depiction of TNT <laughs> is that bundle of red yeah. sticks and everything. Yeah. But okay. really, it can look like anything. It just looks like yellow crap. Oh. oh, here it is. When the power went out on Thursday, they didn't have any other candles. They remembered the ones they saw in the basement, which were actually, of course, sticks of TNT. Or dynamite. Or we're dynamite. not sure. Yeah, that's weird sure. just to have laying around. Oh, wait. Why would do you they have, have a case of dynamite? Do they have a small house? claims court? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work out too well. They're by the previous owners or okay, something? Okay, so basically you lit dynamite thinking it was a candle, and the other guy didn't want to burn because it was too hot. Yeah, dynamite is the <laughs> like the... Red sticks with wicks. Okay. They're just called TNT in cartoons. Is that the stuff you stole at a yep railroad? Yes, when yeah. I was in when I was in fourth grade, I think it was. Yeah, because <laughs> TNT is actually and Ronald and TNT Chucky. is actually really stable. Dynamite is not. Is not right. Exactly. Dynamite's the stuff where you shoot it to the stars. Yeah, we will be right it, back. Blow up. I do believe Kostaki will join us right after this. Tom, yeah, she yes. just called in. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, she is playing rockabilly. Is there any Greek rockabilly? Probably. Football has started. The king of Greek rockabilly, Kostaki Economopolis. What's up, man? <laughs> That's the weirdest intro ever. Of all time. Are you living in L.A. now? Uh, we're moving in two days. Two days? Mm-hmm. And where do you know, where are you going to live in L.A.? No, I don't know. <laughs> he wanna, apparently, he doesn't want to talk about it, so never mind. There we go. I even ask those questions. <laughs> no, I, I, we don't know yet. We um, we have a little uh, sort of a mental circle, but we haven't committed to a place yet because we don't want to do it without visiting the place. Okay. As a real estate agent, professional, licensed real estate agent, I suggest oh. strongly that you rent for a year at least Ooh, that's a good before, idea, you, before you decide where you want to live. That makes total yeah, sense. I found a blog this, called Rockabilly Grease. dynamic, we have to rent. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which details which rockabilly bands are going to be in Greece. Oh. The Bop and Seawolves. <laughs> what? Uh, were live two days ago at Noxos Castle. Or Noxos? What do you think? Noxos? 
Noxos. I've been to Noxos. Yeah. Yeah. Is that well, your folks? Rockabilly is in Noxos. <laughs> it was yes. two days ago. That's exactly right, pal. <laughs> See, That's all I you need it. to know. Do you know like what like area of Greece your ancestors came from? Yeah, my dad's family's from Kalamata, South Greece, with fame for its olives. Yeah, Kalamata. Yummy, yummy olives. Yeah. I feel like every years ago, every square inch of Greece is famed for something. Because it's yeah, so old, true. yeah. It's like a lot of things have <laughs> come from Greece. <laughs> All good things. Yeah, one time when I was a kid, we uh, we went to Kalamata and we spent like six hours walking down a street that was all economopolises oh god really like a snack here and a meet a different family there and it was all interesting like my dad's distant cousins oh they all were yeah, related cool. to you actually yeah yeah well, yeah i mean cool. in some distant way yeah yeah it was neat see i i went through that same thing basically in the southern part of twin cities meeting a bunch of bernards and they all said i'm not related to you <laughs> So that's <laughs> just kind of how that whole thing went. And, you know, I moved on with my, I'm not, no, no, you're not related to me at all. Nope. Not, not possible. I tell you what, before you get started here, Kostaki, uh, both the Minnesota Gophers and the Minnesota Vikings looked phenomenal over the weekend, college and professional. I love That's great. That's great. You did. If you can make uh, Jimmy Garoppolo look bad, that's oh, pretty good. Oh, God, he good looked doing. terrible, didn't he? Yeah. 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 I mean, not physically. Still looks great. No, just, you know, Catherine said, "Is he the new heartthrob of the NFL?" I said, "Yeah, thanks for bringing that up." But anyway, you know, heart. it's hard not to notice. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty handsome, sure he gets though. a date or two. Yeah, he's right. Pretty handsome kid. Well, plus he's worth what 135 million dollars. Mm, that and helps, handsome. right? Mm. Rich and that handsome. helps. Yeah. I mean, a man's nightmare. It, that's <laughs> exactly. his first. Uh, that's his first NFL loss as a starter. It is. Really? Yeah. So Seven and zero before that. Yeah. Huh. Seven and zero yeah. before that, and he only had, I think, five interceptions in seven games, and he had three yesterday in one yeah. game. That was a rough right. game for him. Yeah, that Vikings D's for real, man. They're yeah, good. Yeah, they seems to be. That yeah. yeah, seems to be true. Uh, this just in: Aaron Rodgers also good. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. He, uh, yeah. He he went down, got carted off. He does get hurt. He gets hurt more than Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. Packers fans were losing it. Usually the only person who freaks out that much about one man going down is Mike Pence. But, uh, oh. Oh, well. But he came back. Nasty, nasty. Yeah, <laughs> He came back and he came 17 nothing. came back and won that game. Uh, some of the protests are controversial, but Aaron Rodgers played the whole game on one knee, and he looked great. Ah, see. <laughs> <laughs> Only two people this week, huh? Two Miami Dolphins. <laughs> that was it. That was it for That's the taking right. a knee. That's it. Two players That's out of the right. whole league. Hmm. I, I just the Dolphins game was de- it was delayed for lightning. Yeah. Uh, it was just fun to see some electricity at a Dolphins game. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You're kind of hot today. <laughs> <laughs> it was the longest delay in South Florida since a light there turned green. <laughs> For that real. is true, by you guys the way. like your Florida comedy. That you know. is true, we man. It is unbelievable. <laughs> it is amazing that that's true, but it is true. <laughs> that ended up being the longest game in NFL history, 
but try telling that to a Bills fan. <laughs> oh, God, they're horrible again. Oh, The Bills lost 47-3. to three. Oh, uh, my. Whoops. Is it too early for the Bills to start planning for the first overall draft pick? That was... <laughs> I don't think so. Technically, so, like, once you're, you're 30 down and, you know, the game's almost over. Just give up. Are they allowed to just, like, leave? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I've never seen it. They should. There should be a mercy rule. There really should. Yeah. If it's literally impossible to win, why go through the wear and tear? Just shake hands and go home. Well, I think the reason why. Great point. Yeah. Well, they continue. And sometimes they even leave in their like key starters to try to have some moral last-second touchdown. Really? That's crazy. It is. I agree with you, Andy. I think they should. If you're ever losing by 35, that's it. Like (laughs) game's over. You know. Well, they got the 10 run rule in softball. Yeah. That's it. I, I was just yeah. going to say, yep. my my fraternity yeah. team in college very often was you know, like the game was over fast. <laughs> we're like, that, okay, we're done. You got ten run rule, did you? <laughs> you got behind ten, ten runs is nothing in college softball. No, I mean, that I, could happen in like two no. innings. <laughs> exactly, that is true. I uh, I don't know. I I really enjoyed watching that Viking game. I you know uh, I know that. Your team didn't fare too well again in that opening game. What the hell is that all about? No, my team did not fare. The results are in from Matt Ryan's allergy test. He's allergic to cats, mold, and the red zone. (laughs) (laughs) That's very bad. It's not good. You know why the Falcons are all drinking tea today? Why? Because coffee is for closers. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Coffee is for closers. Five, not scoring. That's one of the great lines of all time in movies. That is great. <laughs> Coffee is for closers. Was that Glenn Gary, Glenn yeah. Ross? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic line. Alec Baldwin was terrific in that movie. He was really He's good. He's great. He is. He's he a is, hell of an actor. He is a legit movie star. I hung out with him and talked about uh, Athens, Georgia one day because his ex-wife bought that town. And he is riveting. He is everything you want in a movie star. I couldn't wait to hear what he was going to say next. He's funny. He's compelling. He's got great stories. Hmm. He's the only guy who gets away with it when he calls uh, homosexuals by the F word. He does it all the time, and nobody cares. <laughs> he owns half well, of Hollywood. Well, because he works for their causes, right? He, he's I earned guess. them right, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's just, <laughs> he calls people the big F all the time, and nobody cares. It's like, What? <laughs> How's that even possible? Oh, it's all corruption. <laughs> Rules don't apply corruption. to everyone. He's a bald you and I would be toast. Yes, definitely. That's all true. So things are going well. Sure. The first, the first, well, I should say things are going well for Viking fans. They are maybe not so much for the Falcons. I have a ton of ton of friends who are Falcons fans too. I would say the number number two team after the Vikings. Now number two would be Green Bay, and then the Falcons after that. They, I know lots of people that love the Falcons and. It's like being a Viking fan. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's gut-wrenching. Yeah. It's gut-wrenching, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'll, it'll all uh, We had a couple of other surprises. Um, we've secretly replaced the Saints' defense with Folgers' crystals. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> New Orleans lost 48-40. to 40. What kind of crazy <laughs> game was that? No, they knew they had a really good offense, but... I don't think they knew their defense was that bad. Right. When you put a, when you allow 48 to the backup oh. quarterback who went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You know you're not nailing it. That is a good not point. Not even Fitzpatrick started Fitzpatrick on his fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> I like he, it. He went to Harvard. He knew better. Yep. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard, though, got more fantasy points than Matt Ryan. So that's that's frustrating. Oh, that is frustrating. That's too bad, man. I feel My bad team. for you. Fire yeah. that offensive coordinator. It's the same players that had the number one offense in the league a year and a half ago. Watch the tape from that year. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> you go back to drinking. You feel really like you're, you're locked right maybe in. Maybe you have. There's a line of friends sent me. The French Army uses their weapons more effectively than the Falcons offense. <laughs> oh, oh, that's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Oh, sacre bleu. <laughs> sacre bleu. Okay, well, that's good. that works, no question. And nationally, one of the big stories, Le'Veon Bell, uh, big star, um, Steelers running back, holding out. He's trying to protect his security. That's the phrase we keep hearing. Mm-hmm. You're making $14.5 million in five months. If that doesn't make you secure, get another accountant. What are you doing? <laughs> well, there is that. Although, don't get Kevin Garnett's accountant because he lost $77 million. He said the guy stole it from him. That's not good. What? I can't believe yeah. those guys don't just get a bullet in the head sometimes. I know. I, yeah, really. I guess you million. can't right? find them. Yeah. Kevin? When you play in Pittsburgh, a blue-collar town, you're like, oh, oh yeah. have fourteen mm-hmm. and a half million. It's not enough. Hey, I right. saw a deer hunter. You know, Kostaki, i got to tell you one reason why I love working with you so much. Yeah? You pick up on my charm? You pick up, well, your charm's number one, of course. But then you pick up <laughs> on cues better than anybody else I work with. Like when I start oh, really? talking, yeah, you do. You you not, you don't ever interrupt, and you just kind of pick up on cues, and then you go with it. It's I love that. I feel like I'm I'm hot cold with that. I appreciate nope, the compliment. It's not true. It. You're very good at it. I I like it. Thank you. That's the thank one time I'm being nice right. to you in September. That's let it. me not blow this cue then. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're in big trouble, man. The very next pause, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave him a compliment, and then he trampled me. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and he blew it. <laughs> now, Le'Veon Bell, this is amazing. He's he's giving up $853,000 for every game he misses. I know. Isn't that – I can't get my head around And he's mm. just not going to show up. Yeah, imagine being in that, posi- that. in that position where just that amount of money is not worth, what, three hours of your time? Pretty much. Right. It's not yeah. worth the danger of hurting yourself to cost you $40 million eventually. God. That's the argument, right? It's a tough, mm. tough road to hoe. Tough road to hoe. But they right have there. these cool really? new uh, football helmets that have, like, crumple zones and stuff. And they're expensive, but they're, like, <laughs> $70 a piece, which I'm pretty sure he can afford. Yeah, he can afford those. I would think so. I would think he could afford those, yes. It's the knees. The knees is a bigger issue for those guys. Oh, man, it's crazy. Adrian Peterson oh. scored his 100th career touchdown. In his first game with the Redskins, no part of that sentence is likable at all. <laughs> That's true. It could only be worse if afterwards he high-fived Richie Incognito. Oh, God. Um, this is a true story. You ready for this? I'm ready. That joke that I just did, mm-hmm. I put on Twitter yesterday afternoon. It was liked immediately by Richie Incognito. <laughs> oh, my God. Well... Oh, I'm kind so, of scared. So basically, I'm definitely not posting where we're moving. Oh no, you're on the radar. <laughs> so he just looks that for his guy. own name. He researches his own name oh, on you, Twitter. Did you it add must him? Be, right? Yeah. He, he gets alerts. No, I didn't. I went and looked oh. to make sure it was him. It's like a, you know, it's got the check mark and all of his crazy posts. So he does. He probably has like Google alerts for his name. Yep. A lot of people are doing that. They put a, an alert, and Google will tell you if your name appears on the internet. Right. Like someone posted in a news article or whatever. I wouldn't yeah. want to know. No. Yeah. 
I feel the same way, especially if you're incognito. Is that good for your mental health that you you get alerted every time someone mentions yeah. your name? No, no, you're absolutely right. That's oh not good for you. Oh my goodness! Amazing. Especially given the news that we know about him lately, it's not going to be a bunch of hey, where's we missed that Richie incognito? <laughs> no, I wish he would come back. That's not happening. <laughs> That's not happening at all. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Delaney Walker dislocated his ankle. Uh, that sounds awful. I can't even stand it when I dislocate my keys. <laughs> oh, God, really? That's what you're going Sometimes with. Sometimes I, I dislocate my phone. My wife has to call it. It's, it's a problem. Not right. <laughs> Listen um, to laughing at himself. That's really good. Well, somebody well, has you know, to. <laughs> somebody had to on that joke. I was the only one. I was the only was one. It. All right. Well, that's cool. That it works. Uh, Nike has a new policy. If you don't like their stance, they'll send Serena to your house and berate the hell out of you. <laughs> I just can't believe she did that. I really, you know, I love Serena Williams. I love watching her play, but I can't believe she did that. That was very, uh, that was out of line. I think it was I, I don't know tennis, but I watched the clip and I'm like, yikes, I could see that being a penalty. That, mm. that's, I, I understand where that's coming from. Yep. This is true. Yesterday, I, I we don't have cable in our apartment, but we have a beautiful uh, big screen TV in our common space, and we're moving anyway. So we're like, ah, we just don't get cable. And yesterday, I finally first Sunday of football, I'm downstairs, I'm watching the game, I'm laying on the couch, I'm chilled, I'm writing jokes, I'm by myself in the common space, and then four. People north of 70 years old come in oh, to watch no. tennis. Oh, no. <laughs> so they I got booted from my football joy <laughs> for tennis watchers. Oh. So, and not only did they watch tennis, they were very aggressively talking tennis. And uh -oh. I was sitting there trying to write football jokes for a while, and eventually I just gave up. But uh, according to them, this was uh, inappropriate and sexist, this call against Serena. I don't know. How? She well, went off the uh, deep end. Men, men wouldn't get the same call for the same sort of verbal abuse is yeah. what their argument was. Yeah, like you, I don't know. I have no idea if men get fined for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you and 99% sure. of the people on Twitter talking about it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So they don't I, know. I won't make a statement. It's but a big story. It Indeed. is a big story. That's a big story. And Kaepernick, for his part, also appears to be... Uh, well, he's got a lot, of, a lot of strong stances, but I think he's against haircuts, too. <laughs> that thing is what, huge, man. That way, yeah. What, maybe that's what the kneeling is about. He's trying to stay under the crosswinds, right? He's just <laughs> whisked away like a dandelion seed. Ooh, there's a good visual. I like the visual. That works for me. Yeah, Sometimes the joke is just a good visual. Yeah, that's his all hair is, is pretty hideous. That's all you need to know. All right, young man. So... Your team's good, and my team is, uh, you know, the same. It's early. We'll Pretty good and then frustrating. Early we'll, in the year. We'll be fine. Don't worry about a thing. All right. We'll be fine. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Well, it's good to talk to you guys. Let's uh, let's wrap up next week uh, in a week, and I'll be calling you from Los Angeles. I love it. Oh, that's right. Los Angeles. But I won't week. be mentioning where in case Richie Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking, man. That's very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Quick snaps with Kostaki Economopolis returns next Monday and the rest of the NFL season. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later, Kostaki. See you. Uh, Tom Bernard's show. We'll be back.